When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. War Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn cross-country track and field news and discussion. I'm your host, Jessica Loomis, and I'm here with my husband, Kyle Loomis, to discuss the 2019 track and field season highlights and I say that with much chagrin and I'm just really really sad to be here here's the beauty of it we get to do it all over again next season god willing well you know there's always (laughs) that you know I'm just saying it feels like we were just in January talking about hey track and field starting hey we got a lot of good things to look forward to and then bam it's over Yeah, I mean, it does go by fast because there are so many different meets. There are so many things to talk about in this, things to keep track of. Ha, ha, ha. I didn't even intend that one, and you still tried to make a corny joke. That was good, though. Ah, um, I'm off my game. But look. There's, it's one thing to have to keep track of this as we've been doing for the past three seasons. You know, you and me, obviously, and you and Whitney have done a season or two together as well. But it's another thing to keep track of it all with a season for indoor and outdoor such as this one, where there was, I would say, a considerable amount of steps in the right direction towards Auburn becoming more prominent in the track and field realm. And it was a bit of an exchange from previous seasons where we were dominant on the track side of things. Completely agree. And we're dominant in field this year. And now the field events have overtaken the track events for the current year. Which, you know, we hope at some point they kind of, like, meet together. We want it all. And dominate together. We want everything yes, we're gonna be we, greedy we, we well it's not greedy i mean you look at you know teams like arkansas and oregon they're able to do it every single year they're able to put you know even florida state's kind of stepping it up yeah so i mean it's just one of those things you're kind of waiting for all of this talent that you've been kind of getting you, you've gotten more in the track arena more in the field arena at some points it all needs to converge at some point the good thing is a lot of this talent that is very young is all going to be coming together hopefully at the right time exactly So let's start us off with Maddie Malone. So Maddie Malone has been not only just a fan favorite, but an E2C network favorite. Um, She has been so fun to watch this season, just really grow into her own. So she is a freshman and she earned the all first team All-American honors after finishing eighth at the NCAA Indoor Championship on Saturday, March 9th. Not only did she do that, but she was named SEC Women's Freshman Field Athlete of the Year. She's the first Auburn athlete to ever win that award. Um, Let's continue on with her thing. She has so many things. She broke the six-year Auburn school record in the hammer throw at the Tiger Track Classic with a throw of 64.49 meters. Then she broke her own school record of that hammer throw at the Outdoor Championship Meet with a throw of 65.49 meters meters not only did she qualify for the outdoor championship which is huge she qualified as a freshman and she beat her own school record 
I think Maddie, Boom. I think Maddie's a great indicator of what this track and field season was going to be like for us. Yep. A, she's a field competitor by yep. trade. So you knew that was, you kind of showed that was going to be dominant this year. She's a freshman. It was going to show that there's a lot of young freshman talent, some that's still kind of working their way up. They weren't able to dominate like Maddie did at the start, but they're going to work their and that's way okay forward. that's okay, too. It's, it's absolutely okay. They've got plenty more years to do so. I just think Maddie's a good... Um, I mean, Maddie's like that hometown hero story. Like, I don't know how to describe sure. it. But you're just like, wow, this girl's a freshman. Wow, she is from Auburn. Like... You're just proud of her. Like I know nothing about her personally. I'm just. I'm still a like hometown hero. Yeah, she's not even from Auburn. I'm not saying where she's from. I'm I didn't just, say I, what I'm her just hometown was. By this. I'm just saying like like she is the all American girl. Like not only did she win all American honors, she's just like this. Like, well, if I may go to a more scientific way of describing okay, okay. thing, let me. I'm gonna give everybody the zoology hour here on oh, the. Okay. Everybody can go to sleep now. Yawn. Uh, in biology, we have something called a keystone species, which is a good indicator of how an environment is doing. I would say, if I may use my zoology degree here, that Maddie Malone is a keystone species Okay, here we for go. Auburn track and field right now, especially for this season. She was an indicator of what was to come. Young talent, especially heavy on the track and field side. Well, good job. On the track side, I guess the track and field is obvious, but the track side of things. All right, let's talk about another lady who took the spotlight in the track side of things. Joyce Camelli, a girl who stepped up in the wake of Brenda Kaigan dealing with injuries and kind of just never getting back to that form we were used to seeing her at. And let's talk a little bit about what she did this season. At the Bob Pollock meet back in January, she broke a 25-year-old freshman record. Again, this is another freshman. Well, that no, was, no, 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 no. Excuse me, I, I understand that. That was a freshman record, meaning like back in the day. There you go, there you go. But she broke a 25-year-old freshman record in the 3,000 meter. She holds the Auburn steeplechase record right now with a time of 9 minutes, 52.48 seconds. And let's, that's just indoor. Let's talk about outdoor as well. First Auburn female to earn All-America honors in multiple distance events since 1995. And she earned them in the steeplechase and the 5,000 meter. That's huge. So not only did you, you know, successfully make it to the outdoor championship meet in two events, which was unparalleled by any other Auburn athlete this year. But you also earned All-American honors in both events. That's, ama- that's amazing. And to step up the way she has and kind of be the leader for not just the ladies, but the track side of things in general, it was huge. Yep, I agree. So next we've got Tori McKinley, another great field athlete. So she won the women's weight throw at the Carolina Challenge back in February with a PR of 17.27 meters. Then during the outdoor season, she got the nation's top mark and women's shot put with a throw of 17.16 meters at the Ole Miss Classic at the end of March. Now, I went to the War Eagle Invitation, I believe. Was, you did. Was the one. It was, yeah, there's two at Auburn. There's Tiger there. Track and War Eagle, and you I went to War Eagle. War Eagle Invitational. And I remember watching Tori McKinley in these throw, throwing events out there. It was pretty impressive. impressive just to watch how how awesome she is at this. So that's one of the things that will always stick out to me this season, finally getting to put some faces to names. Because yeah. we don't always get to go to the track and field meets, but I try to make a point of doing it if I'm in town. Well, I saved one of your favorites just for you. you got to save my girl, Kylie Carter. And, you know, It's no shock that I show favoritism to someone who shares somewhat of a name with me, Kylie, Kyle. You know, My mom always says she was going to name me Kylie, apparently, if I was a girl. So well, I, guess we, you know, I guess we share that a little bit. You know, there's uh, being good in an event. 
There's being great in an event. There's being dominant in an event. And I think she even took that a step further for the majority. And then there's Kylie Carter. And then there's Kylie Carter. Uh, did not lose a competition for track and field. The uh, not excuse me for the javelin, not just track and field. She she dominated everything. Yeah, for, she is track. And she field. is track and field for javelin the entire regular season. Now, when we got into SEC competition, I think she placed second there, and then third, third and then second, and then second at, at outdoor um, championships. championships. Which again, where doesn't take anything away from what she accomplished this season was incredible to watch her just week in and week out win the javelin throw. And sometimes... And week in and week out, get a new PR Mm -hmm. and push the boundaries of what she can do. Right. To give you some perspective on uh, some things that she did at a couple of meets, for instance, at Hutzel Rosen Track, which is our home track, she broke that record for the track in the women's javelin throw with a throw of 54.62 meters. But that's not all. Jessica's favorite, pins relay. No, the pin, no, pin relay. The pin, the pin relay, excuse me. In the pin relay, uh, she has a meet record there with 56.31 meters. Y'all, can we just think about that? She holds the meet record at the pin relays, one of the oldest track and field events she will go down in history for, mm-hmm. for holding that record. And that's that, incredible. And that's not all. At outdoor championships, as we already talked about, she won the civil uh, medal with a... Uh, throw of 57.45 meters. Silver medal! <laughs> Silver medal! That's amazing! Which got her the best finish ever by an Auburn women's thrower at the NCAA outdoor meet. Now let's, okay, let me take this all the way back. You know, Kylie, her accomplishments were outstanding. Let's take this all the way back to Maddie being the keystone species of what was going to happen this year for Auburn track and field. You can just see the ladies were dominant. Yeah. The throwers were dominant. Yes. And it ends with Kylie Carter in outdoor season just, just annihilating. So Maddie, a lot of credit for getting things started and then Kylie carrying it forward into outdoor season. They are both two incredibly talented ladies. So let's move on to Natasha Jordan. She PR'd in the heptathlon this year in the Tennessee Relays in April. Her PR was the score of 5,111 points which is the highest point total in the event by an Auburn lady in 19 years. So basically her whole lifetime, I'm not sure exactly how old Natasha is, but, you know, roughly her entire life, she beat that record. Well, I just think it's incredible any athlete that can compete in an athlon. Yes. I mean, whether it's hept, pent, whatever, you know, start using the the prefixes there for all that, which so it gets even more confusing. The fact that she was able to accomplish this this year was absolutely amazing. And it was fun to watch her get better each time she competed in the events. The next one we have is Skylar Dan- Excuse me, let's talk about Brenda Kaigen first. Since, you know, Brenda and us have had a long history, even though we've never met her. We we've, have. I just feel like we've been talking about her forever. I know. It feels like a familiar, like, that long-distance cousin that you know you love but you don't get to see very often, that's Brenda to us. We've talked about her for years, even though we've never met her. What is it with you and the hometown hero analogies, the cousin and that? What, what is this? What, I don't know. Going, Maybe I'm feeling nostalgic Do today. you need to go on a family trip or something? Maybe like? so. I, I, I don't Yeehaw. I don't know what's going on over here. I'm losing. She's losing control of herself <laughs> on the podcast. Uh, look, we've been talking about Brenda. I believe this is her senior year. Yeah. I believe so. So this is the last time that you and I are going to be mentioning I know, her. I don't as, want to talk about that. As an athlete, I can't. I can't. We'll, we will be mentioning Brenda and as a nurse. You, 
If I was wondering when the first, I, you my, knew it I, was coming. I, I mean, I'm speechless. The fact that it took her this long to work that reference in here. So apparently, if you haven't heard, Brenda Kygan's a nurse. Which, and if Brenda Kygan wants a job at my hospital in Atlanta, is that nepotism? No. What is that? I'm just saying. I didn't say what hospital. I said just if you want a job, we have openings. I feel like that's like slightly illegal or something like that. Why would it be? I don't know. We do recruiting all the time. Everybody recruits. Right, so you are using this podcast platform to recruit. Is it a bad idea? No, man. I think it's great. If any track and field athletes want to come work in my specific ER in Atlanta, it's a very large hospital. Come on. Nevertheless, Brenda Kygan has been a staple here for us on Tiger Track since we've been doing this from the very beginning. And the fact that we won't be able to mention her again as a competitor is very sad for us. Right. I agree. She's just, it has been so fun to watch her like blossom as an athlete and really just improve herself every single year. She did. And, you know, she had a couple struggles there with she some did. injuries and things like that. So it was almost one of the, 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 I wouldn't call it disappointment, but there's always that what if there. If of course. If things had gone a little bit better, what might she have accomplished? Because it was just yesterday we were talking about her just winning races in, tr- in cross country hey. before track and field even started. She got silver medals in track and field. She did. She did that at the SEC championship meet in the 10,000 meter with a time of 34 minutes and 19 seconds. So I think that's impressive. It is. It is very impressive, and we're going to miss Brenda so much. So, signing off for Brenda now. Oh, man, Kyle, you're just, like, bringing on the waterworks. That is sad. So, Skylar Daniel is the next, the last female athlete we're actually going to talk about for the indoor and outdoor season. I noticed that you put the ladies first and the guys at the back. Ladies first. I know. I'm just, I just think it's I don't funny. actually, you know, I'm not one of those that has to have the ladies first. It just happened that way based on my previous notes. Well, I will be so, chivalrous and not complain about it. I'm just saying. Uh, but, you know, men always say you save the best for last. So. Sure. Sure. Well, what, I think, the, is, you know, I think the best we've already talked about. I mean, you can't get much better than Kylie Carter. Well, that's true, but I'm just saying, I didn't intentionally not put them in first. That is true. I love all of these athletes equally. How about that? All right. You round our ladies out. Okay, so Skylar Daniel, she competed at the NCAA Outdoor Championship Meet in the high jump, and she's the first Auburn qualifier in women's high jump since 2013, which seems like it was just yesterday, but actually that was six years ago, y'all. Um, and she earned All-American honors at the outdoor championship meet with a jump of 1.75 meters. You know, Skylar, I remember having, she came on strong at the end. She's always been a great competitor, but she's another one of these once outdoor season hit, you just kind of saw her performances step higher and higher and higher and higher until, you know, we're getting, we're starting to really take notice of her. Yep. All right, well, let's talk about some guys now, finally. We (laughs) will start it off with Cade Antonucci. Uh, He had a PR in the javelin, uh, with a throw of 71.25 meters at the Tennessee Relays. That's a ways back from us talking about that. Uh, it's the second best javelin throw in Auburn history. He also won the gold medal in the javelin at the Penn Relays. So we had a, a man and a woman win it. For I, say, and I, I hope y'all understand what a big deal that huge. is. Penn Relays have 100,000 spectators attend every single year. I think this year they had, what, 145,000 between the four days? Yeah. yeah so. That's a lot of people, y'all. Are you sure? <laughs> That's more that fits in Jordan Hare Stadium. So I'm glad you actually knew how many people you know sat in Jordan Hare Stadium. I'm there with my friends in football season every year. Eighty-seven thousand of your closest friends. Right. I've seen the t-shirts. Cade <laughs> also competed in the outdoor championships. It was his second consecutive NCAA outdoor appearance, where he earned honorable mention at All America honors by the end of the season. There. That's absolutely amazing. 
Um, then we had the football player, Anthony Schwartz. So he broke the Auburn freshman record in the 60 meter dash at the Tiger Paw Invitational with a time of 6.59. I think we all kind of anticipated this. We knew that he could do it. Um, and we've, we've all just, we've watched him on the football field. Everybody kept talking about Anthony Schwartz, Anthony Schwartz. He's so fast. He's so fast. Boom. Does it. Breaks the freshman record. Then he gets his collegiate best time at, in the 100 meter at the, excuse me, at the outdoor SEC championship meet with a time of 10.21 seconds. So overall, a really good first track and field season for him on a collegiate level. I'm going to take two parts of this for Anthony Schwartz. I want to talk about him, but I want to talk about what else goes on around surrounding him and kind of what he represents here. Uh, Anthony Schwartz as an athlete is outstanding. I've watched many uh, replays on repeat of him outrunning people after he's caught a pass against yes. football. So when I found out he was going to be a dual sport athlete here at Auburn, it was very exciting. You know, I love. You think Bo Jackson? Well, Bo technically did. You know, three. three but but shh. I'm just getting the vibes of man, really good athlete. Boom, Anthony. Yes. So Anthony Schwartz, when he, we found out he was going to be there, we were really excited. And to see him live up to the hype in, in indoor, exactly. was outstanding. And kind of you know we're glad to see that. Again, this is one of those situations where he's hampered by an injury at the end of indoor, and you don't really get to see where you thought he might actually shine the most. But you know what? As a track and field athlete, you expect those injuries. Yeah. They are never, never a good thing. They really aren't. But then you think, you know what? Is this the way that my body needs to rest and Mm. slow down a little bit so that next year I can be even better? And let's be honest, his favorite and probably, you know, best sport is football. football. You know, he is an amazing runner. But yes. he's here to play football primarily. Yes. And, and not, he can still run in football. Exactly. And not to take away anything from track and field, the team and his responsibilities there. But, you know, his priorities lie over there. So you right. can't get him injured for that, uh, trying to compete out there. But well, I'm sure he'll be back this next year and we'll see how he's improved. The bigger thing here is Anthony, Noah Igbenogany, and Sean Shivers are a good opportunity. And we've been preaching this all season with you guys. This is a great opportunity, a gateway drug, if you will, for all of you football fans to start paying attention to track and field and cross country because you've got some Auburn football Tigers out there committed to this team Mm -hmm. and performing at each of these meets. And you've got some, it's not just competing and just being part of the team, but they're actually making waves. You know, Sean Shivers kind of came on strong at the end, too. Noah Benogany won a couple of meets. These are very good athletes that you have a connection to outside of track and field. So I think you should take the opportunity, not just to pay attention, but maybe even go to a meet next year and see these athletes at work. Because let's be honest, if their football careers take off, they may not be here that much longer. Right. So I'm happy to see Anthony and uh, the rest of the football players being a part of this team. I agree. So our last athlete that we'll talk about that had an outstanding season this year was James Corson. And he won the men's pole vault at the Penn Relays with a vault of 4.88 meters. And I think he shows how well-rounded we became as a team by the end of this, you know. It's not something that we talked a whole lot about, but at the end, another one of these athletes that came on strong. So when you kind of look, take a step back and look at things as a whole, you see all the throws, you know, whether it was shot put or it was the hammer throw, whether it was the javelin. You see the distance runners making waves with Joyce Camelli and Brenda Kaigan. You see, uh, you know, the athlons, the athletes, yeah. you know, making waves as well, the football players. Very impressed. I have to say that as we take a retrospective look back, I'm very impressed with what this team 
this program has accomplished this season. I completely agree. And we talked about a lot of athletes tonight, but we've got a lot more that we could have talked. I mean, we could have spent hours discussing everybody that competed this year in track and field. Auburn has really stepped up the amount of people on their team and the amount of quality performances that we had this year. And it has just been such a joy for us, especially me, I would say. I can only speak for myself. But to watch these athletes improve meet after meet and to see all their hard work come to fruition with these performances. Well, if nothing else, you know, people I know enjoy. Because I've had some people, some listeners tell me they enjoy listening to me struggle over names, struggle at math, (laughs) struggle in general on this show. So the fact that you, again, have allowed me to be here on your show on our network once again and haven't kicked me off. It'd be kind of awkward if you kicked me off. I mean, we do live in the same house. That's true. I don't feel like I could kick you off, so we're just stuck together forever. Again, if anybody else wants to join in with me and Jessica and talk some track and field, you're always welcome to. But Jessica, thank you so much for being our host this year once again. Well, you're welcome, and thank you for being my co-host. Co-host. Struggling co-host. Struggling, yes. (laughs) Funny, even better. So that's all for the 2019 track and field season, as much as it pains me to say. But you know what? We've got a great summer ahead, and I just really appreciate all of your support and y'all listening to us for this long. And we look forward to returning with Cross Country starting in the fall. So War Eagle. War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?